Listen to the life and times of the one and only Mush King. Catch a story to tell exclusively on the CWF Network. Catch up on the latest lesson with the professor of positivity, J.U. Jones, on Jumpstart every Monday on the CWF Network. Lovers, a show on the CWF Network where we bring you big content in small pieces. Be sure to check out cwfnetwork.com forward slash shop to pick up your t-shirts or stickers. Also, be sure to check out the other shows in the network and support and subscribe. So this week on Love Her, we have a very interesting topic for you. Um, At least I think it's interesting. You may not think it's interesting because you still may be with the crazy. But if you're not with the crazy, it's going to be a very interesting topic. And don't forget, Love Her is an audio ride about the good and bad of relationships. So that's what I do on here. I'm Marina George and I talk about relationships on Love Her. And this week we are going to be talking about what happens when the crazy shows up but you done fell in love already. How many people has this happened to? How many women has this happened to? How many men has this happened to, right? You're with someone, things are going great for a short period of time, but you think that this is the best relationship you've ever been in in your entire life. So you decide to move things a little bit quicker in the relationship. And then three to six months down the road, you realize that the person that you are in a relationship with is batshit crazy. But it's too late, right? You done moved in. Y'all done signed the lease. Y'all talked about the future. He's thinking about proposing. And you're sitting on the sidelines like, holy shit, what the hell did I get myself into? Like, what the hell? Now, how do I get out of this? First of all, let's talk about how you got into the shit in the first place. Because let's be honest, it takes some time for the crazy to show. It takes some time for people to show the crazy. And if you would just take a little bit more time in your relationship before moving so fast, you would figure out whether this person is crazy or not. Now, I hear you because I know what some of you are thinking. Well, I'm in my 30s. I don't have time to wait. I'm in my 40s. I don't have time to wait. Shit, I just don't have time to wait. I don't feel like waiting, so I ain't waiting. This person is treating me great. They're treating me good, whatever. I'm going for it. I get it. But don't be mad when your ass wind up with Jeffrey Dahmer 12 months later and you're like, I knew shit about shit. Because you look crazy. Not just the person that you're in a relationship with. Everyone's now trying to figure out what the hell is going on with you. So the first thing that I would definitely recommend is to date for a minute. Like people act like there's something wrong with dating and dating multiple people. Ain't shit wrong with seeing multiple people. Now there's a difference between dating multiple people and dating and sleeping with multiple people. That's not what I'm saying to do. What I am saying is that you should have your pick of the litter. You should be able to date someone on Monday, a different person on Wednesday, someone else over the weekend, and you do this for months and months until you kind of figure out which one is in line 
with what it is that you're doing in your life. Like, which one is the person that you feel the closest to? The person that you want to take it to the next level with, that next level would be sex. So you kind of date a few people before you give up the pussy. Because this is the problem, right? We're dating for like, I don't know, three weeks, six weeks, five weeks, one week, three days, whatever. And all of a sudden now we're in bed with them. And although you may not be emotionally attached to the person, when you have a physical exchange with someone, there's an attachment. So now there's some type of attachment there, whether you want to say it or not, the DNA is there. It's all in you. You got it, right? So if we just kind of pull back from busting it open or sliding it in so early, we can kind of really learn the nuances of the people that we're fucking with. And that's really what it is about. Also, we got to ask the right questions because I was having a conversation with someone who actually did the total opposite of what the fuck I told them to do, which was to take it slow. Complete opposite. Keep the legs closed. Don't do it. Don't do it so early. Kind of check the person out. And this nigga was good. This dude was so good. He was so sweet. He was so nice at the beginning buying furniture, buying this, buying that, giving money, like making her feel complete, like a queen, right? And then the crazy came out and she was shit shocked. She didn't know what to do with the crazy. Now in the meantime, I'm like, that's sweet that he's doing all that shit, but something ain't right. And I don't know if it's the Brooklyn in me, but we always feel like some shit ain't right. I'm like, something is not right. Like, keep an eye. Like, pay attention to the shit that he's saying. Pay attention to what he's doing. Like, slip in some questions, you know, about the ex. Slip in some questions about his parents. Do you have mommy or daddy issues? Like, these are things that we don't ask. We don't ask these questions when we're out dating. Why? Because ain't nobody thinking about whether a motherfucker got mommy or daddy issues. And ain't nobody thinking about whether this shit grew up without a father. Why? Because you're about to be her father. You're about to be her daddy, right? I mean, joking, but serious at the same time. So anyway, I'm telling this person, and I'm like, you know what? You really need to kind of chill out, fall back. Things are moving really quickly, really, really quickly. And sex was already involved very early on. And I'm like, I told you not to do that shit because then there's an attachment there that you don't even under fucking stand that you just made. Even if you didn't want to make it, there's an attachment. Anyway, she didn't listen and found herself in this relationship where most of it was happy when, when it was great, but when it wasn't, it fucking sucked. And when arguments ensued, you know, he was able to make her feel like pure shit with words. And she found herself at times walking on eggshells, thinking to herself, you know, well, what happened the last time? Or what did I say the last time to make him that upset? I'm going to try not to say that shit again. And let me tell you, that is one of the first signs that you are in an abusive relationship. And it doesn't have to be physical. The shit can be emotional. But that's one of the first signs. If you ever get into an argument with your spouse and you're, you're thinking about what should you say, what shouldn't you say, well, what happened the last time? I don't want to get him upset, blah, 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 blah. It's the first signs that you are in an emotionally abusive relationship. Because now you are actually using your time in your day 
to figure out not how not to make this person upset. And this shit goes both ways, males and females. It is not just men out here who emotionally abuse. Females do it too. And let me fucking tell you something. Females do it great because you won't even know that it's being done to you. Like that's, that's some real shit, but you have to pay attention. So anyway, back to the friend. So she found herself walking on eggshells. So I started telling her to ask him, like, what, you know, what's the relationship with his mother? Like, what's the relationship with his family? What's the situation? What's going on? So she started asking him those questions and come to find out he did have mommy issues, definitely had mommy issues, wasn't raised with his father. So that was another issue at hand. So no one was really around him to teach him how to be a man. He was raised with all women. So that was a fucking red flag. Like you have to look out for shit like that because a lot of times, and I'm not saying all the time, but a lot of times when you have a young man who's raised around women and does not have any masculine energy around them, they tend to have a difficult time controlling their emotions. And that's just sometimes that's not every fucking time. So then I said to her after everything happened and it all fell apart and the relationship fell apart. My question to her was, what did you contribute to this bullshit? Because you contributed to the bullshit by doing what? Right? What did you contribute? Now, a lot of times when a relationship falls apart, we don't want to take part in the shit not working out. But you have to take part in it. So I'm like, what did you contribute in this? I didn't want to tell her what she contributed. I wanted to see if she understood what she contributed to the bullshit of the relationship or to the fall of the relationship or to even... Just the whole shit in general. What did you contribute to falling in love with someone who was fucking crazy when all you had to do was take a little bit more time to figure out how he was mentally? So, you know, she did admit to some stuff. It was just the whole, I was being treated like I had never been treated before. And it was the comfort and he cared and he provided that, you know, things that he didn't have to provide for me because I could do them myself. It was all of that that made me fall head first. And I said, I'm glad, like, I'm really glad that you were able to recognize these things. But let's talk about the shit that you have to recognize in yourself. So low self-esteem, desperation, you know, not knowing any better, things that you weren't taught shit like that because that's really what it is like I'm not going to be in a relationship with someone and they raise their voice at me and I'm feeling some type of way about the raising of the voice and I'm not going to say something or I'm not going to kind of or I'm going to back down like that ain't me as soon as you even raise it one octave I'm like yo fuck's the problem so and and I said that to her I'm like these are things that you have to recognize early and again I'm very observant of people, so maybe that's why I am like this. But me being like this has really saved me for some crazy-ass relationships. All right, I slipped up one fucking time. I made one serious fuck-up, right? But don't ask me where he is right now. Don't. I'm not admitting shit. So that's what I wanted to come on here and talk about because I think that we've all fallen trapped. And I want to hear what you have to say. Have you fallen trapped to this? And We all have. We all have. But let's have this conversation off the show. Have you fallen trapped to being in a relationship with someone, moving the shit along too fast, and then six months down the line, you find out the motherfucker is crazy as shit? What did you do? How did you get out of it? Are you still in it and you scared to answer this question right now? Let me know. 
This is Irina George Lovers. I am out. It's time for me to get up out of here. But again, I definitely want to hear your thoughts. Just because the content stops doesn't mean the conversation has to stop. You can follow us on Instagram at CWFP underscore. And while you're there, follow my ass on Instagram too at Irina George. And remember, lovers, every situation has its ups and downs. And it's how you're able to keep the love. I'm going to catch you guys next time. Peace. This is the CWF Network where we bring you big content in small pieces. Follow us on Instagram at CWFP underscore. Okay, bye.